Welcome to The Testament, a podcast that spotlights the amazing real-life stories of everyday people who've been transformed by their surrender to Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of one of the many miraculous before and after accounts of lives forever changed by encountering the Savior. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Testament. My name is Jeff Keck. And I'm Jess Kirchmeyer, and today we have a unique episode um, being the Christmas week, we wanted to take some time to wish you a very Merry Christmas, and we hope that you are able to spend some time with uh, those people you love this week. It's Christmas already. It's Christmas already. So 2021 is like almost done. Yeah. Did anything happen in 2021? Well, it's the stepsister of 2020. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, Yeah. Anyway, we hope you get to spend some time this season um, focusing on Christ and focusing on what He's um, done for you in your life. And I hope you've been able to listen to some of our episodes also and hear what Christ has done in other people's lives as well, but to really focus on this season and what what Christ has done for you. Yeah. So let's jump in, Jeff. Um, Jumping. Jumping. Okay. So we're going to discuss some of the things that happen around Christmas time. Um, we'll discuss the fun traditions here in a little bit, but first let's talk about um, some things that you or your family does to keep the focus on Christ um, during the season. So we, um, there's really a couple, just a couple things that we do every year that's really kind of cool. One of them is uh, called the Jesse tree. I don't know if you've ever heard of that or not. I have. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. So we have um, a little Christmas tree. We have our big Christmas tree, obviously, but then we have a little Christmas tree in the living room. And the Jesse tree comes with a whole bunch of different ornaments. And so I guess it's like an advent tree, I guess, if you will. But it goes through the lineage all the way through the different lineages down to, to Jesse and then all the way down to Christ. And so, but as it tells all these stories through the Bible, like Noah and, you know, all this other stuff, it has these ornaments that kind of go with that. Yeah. So you take the ornament, it has a book. So you read, read the day, you know, that of that ornament, take the ornament, read the story, and then you hang the ornament on the tree. So by the time you're done, the whole tree has all these different ornaments on it. And they all have a meaning. Yeah. That's but cool. we've never, I don't think we've ever been able to do one a day. Yeah. That's so, it's it, really hard. It is. So uh, like. Just the other day, we did um, like half of them, I think, yeah. all in one night, which is really cool because uh, my youngest, Matthew, he and and Daniel, my second youngest, are usually the ones who, uh, like everybody else, can be quiet because they, they like know the answers. <laughs> they know what these people did. They know they know which ornament goes with it and yeah. why that ornament goes with it, you know, and sometimes they, they mess up, but then they remember real quick and go That's back neat. and they tell the story and everything. So when we did it this past time, we didn't even read the full stories in the book. Mm. Because there's just synopsis. They basically told them for us. Yeah. Yeah. So we do that. And then um, on Christmas morning every year. So we have a lot of manger scenes throughout the house. We have some manger scenes that you can't touch as a kid. (laughs) We have manger scenes that are toys. Um, We have some from Uganda, um, some just different manger scenes that we have all over the house. And so on Christmas morning, we usually make cinnamon rolls. And we get birthday candles, and everybody gets a cinnamon roll and a birthday candle, and then everybody will go throughout the house to all the manger scenes, and and everybody gets themselves a baby Jesus Aww. from from whatever scene they can find. They can just go get the baby Jesus out of that scene. And so at the kitchen table in the morning, everybody's got a baby Jesus. Everybody has a cinnamon roll. Everybody has a That's birthday so candle. And we sing happy birthday to Jesus. Then we all blow out our birthday candles and have breakfast with our little baby Jesus right there in front of us. <laughs> so we've been doing that. Well, we've been doing that forever. 
But yeah, that's pretty cool. Wait, okay, so the Jesse tree, is it one that y'all bought or is it like homemade ornaments? Because I know some people who like get together with people and make them. You have to ask my wife. I'm pretty sure that they did it in a group. They made them. Okay. I don't know that the book, I, th- right. I think they got the book, you know, bought the book. But the ornaments, I believe that my wife was in a group and they were all responsible for making one of the mm-hmm. ornaments. It. Yeah. And then and then they would all come together and then they kind of divvied those out. Yeah. And so, so everybody had an ornament. That's pretty cool. Yep. I like that. Yeah. So for us, what we do... Um, I don't know. I feel like we just talk. I talk a lot, obviously. Um, So for me, keeping the focus on Jesus comes out in conversation. Like we're walking through a store and I'll see some sign, um, especially at Christmas time. You see a lot of signs and things, placards that have all these sayings about Christmas that aren't necessarily like bad, but they may not be like exactly um, pointing to Jesus or telling the full truth. Um, and so I like to use those with my kids, um, and just remind them, like, Mm. is that really true? Like, is that really what it's about? Um, and then I love, uh, a quote from a movie, um, says perhaps Christmas doesn't come from a store. Perhaps Christmas means a little bit more. Um, and I've made my kids watch that movie enough now that they know (laughs) that that line, like, I love that line because it's like, it's like a perfect segue to say, what does it mean? It means mm-hmm. more. What does it mean? And obviously um, the movie takes it kind of to a different place. But for me, I can use that same line and take it with my kids there. So yeah. so what are some of the fun things you'll do? Um, you know, we do something different every year, really. We don't really have an annual tradition other than going to our family's houses. So we usually you know, have lunch on Christmas Day and then a, another family uh, gathering Christmas night at dinner and then we'd have a Christmas Eve at a family and then we have another family and so we do all these different <laughs> gatherings we usually do every year but um, for a while there we were actually doing drive-through Christmas lights um, every year but then that got um, difficult to do and and the place we used to go really started getting crowded and packed and so mm-hmm. we don't do that much anymore if we get a chance we'll hit some neighborhoods um, that have a lot of lights in them and stuff one of my favorite things though is, is my wife makes this this popcorn with like M&M mixture and mm. and like some uh, pretzels and stuff in there. And then she like covers whole thing in almond bark. Oh, uh, that and then, sounds so yeah, good. It's so great. Yeah. So like I live all year for that <laughs> because those that stuff is, is great. And so we'll sit down and watch a Christmas movie or something like that with this. Um, it's really, it's like heaven in a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so... But anyway, but I like sweets anyway, but this, this, this tops pretty much, I would, I would pretty much choose a bowl of this stuff over a bowl of ice cream. And that's saying a wow, lot for me. that is saying a lot. So, hmm. yeah, it's great. Well, my grandma, um, makes fudge every year and that, so I learned how to make that with her and it's really stressful to make, but <laughs> it's really rewarding. Like I remember as a kid, she's like, okay. it's stressful to make it because you can, because you can make time, it wrong. Yeah. Well, it's like very much like you stir this for this long and then you got to get everything in the right <laughs> And so when I was first learning to make it with her, it was a little bit stressful, but I make it now every year and I love it. And, um, my, I have family members that requested and stuff. So, so I is it that. just straight up fudge? It's just straight up fudge. And it's honestly, See? it's from the back of the marshmallow cream container. It's not even like grandma's special oh, yeah. recipe. It's just a, 
but it's so good. So fudge is, fudge is good. Fudge is great. I don't know that I can do a lot of fudge at yeah. a time. That's why you make one batch and you eat on it all winter long. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we also like, I like to decorate. Um, my girls are still little, so we still do like homemade decorations and um, homemade ornaments, things like that, um, and crafts. Um, we do go look at Christmas lights and my husband likes to buy used cars and so he usually has a used car that he's just bought within the last six months and so we'll take it to this particular spot with a ton of lights and um take a picture buy it um because it's really i don't know it's become a tradition i guess (laughs) um and then i like to get the girls um like a box they get on christmas eve that has like new pajamas and like either a book or a movie or something and then some candy um we don't necessarily always sit down and watch the movie or read the book right then but Mm. Um, they wear their new pajamas and they usually get to eat their candy at like nine o'clock at night. And then we're like, you got to go to bed. So heck no. That's what Christmas is all about. Yeah. Not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, yeah, of course, Christmas movies and music and everything else. So speaking of music, what's your favorite Christmas song? <laughs> Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Um, you know, I think if I was going to pick a favorite Christmas song, I would probably pick Feliz Navidad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it's just it's fun. fun. <laughs> it is. It's fun. And um, it's fun because, you know, you like kids can hear it and they'll be like, what is he saying? <laughs> so you have to tell them that means Merry Christmas, you know. Yeah. But anyway. Huh. Because, yeah, it's because it's fun. I mean, there's a ton of Christmas songs, though. There's like there a is. lot of really good Christmas songs out there. Yeah. So it's really hard to pick a favorite. So, you know, when you ask me what my favorite is, I just throw out. Feliz Navidad. Or Fellas Navidad, if you want to say it that way. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I really don't think that I have a favorite Christmas song. Like, there's ones that I like to sing because I like to sing. So, like, Old Holy Night is really fun to sing. But I don't know. I just, I love music and I love all music. And so there's fun ones, like you were saying. Like, there's um, this band that does kind of like spoofy things of like, there's a song called Nutcracker where this guy's got to go watch the Nutcracker with his wife instead of being at home watching a football game. And so it's like it's really fun um, songs like that. But then there's also ones that are like powerful and, and big yeah. and heavy. And I love yeah. I love all of it because I love all music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, like we just did our Christmas program here at Lake Church, uh, as you know, yes. you were in the choir. And uh, so I play drums and. We did Breath of Heaven. Yeah. So, but it was a it was a full choir kind of performance thing, and you talk about fun songs, and then you talk about re- really powerful songs. That one to me was powerful. I would actually take my um, my earpieces out of my ears during that song because I didn't we didn't have a drum part for it, so I didn't play. Yeah, I think it was just my, piano. Yeah, it was just piano, and I took my earpieces out of it because I didn't I didn't want to hear that through a microphone or through the system. I wanted to hear it with my ears because it was so so good there were so many different vocal parts in that song so it was it was uh great in my opinion probably the best version of that song i think i've heard but but maybe because i was maybe because it was right behind me i don't know well and there was so much to it like i had never heard that song before and then i listened to the i think amy grant does a version Mm -hmm. and um some other people i've heard several versions since then and i was like oh i but but you're right it had a lot of different vocal parts to it yeah Yeah. it was awesome yeah so, what about your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, obviously, it's going to be Elf. Wrong. <laughs> I am. Absolutely. 
Correct. No. Elf is Elf is great. I Elf is great. It's funny. It's fantastic. But mm-hmm. the 2000... Find us on Instagram. You'll see me doing the Elf dance. Oh, oh let me correct that. Yes. You'll see me trying yeah, to do the Elf mailroom dance. Pretty great fail. It's a fail. But no. The 2000 Jim Carrey, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, by far the best. Why do you think movie. that? Because, I mean, I was talking about that earlier. So, like, for one, I just think it's fantastic. The the amount of effort. When I watch a movie that has a lot of, like, costume stuff, I don't know. I think about, like, what all they have to go through to make that movie. So, for Jim Carrey, I imagine, like, how many times did he have to get dressed and wear this all day long? And I don't know. So, I think that was really well done. But then also kind of like what I was saying about that quote was from that movie. Like, yeah. And so, it just... I don't know. It makes my heart happy. And I think it's cool because they're all inside a snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's the storyline? Like the guy who hates, you know, Christmas Whoa. turns to like it or what? Yeah. I mean, definitely. I think there's a place for like, I, I don't know. Hold on. Mm. I think. Yeah, I think. See, that- but he never travels through seven layers of the candy cane forest. No, but his heart, like, Elf is just a goof the whole time. Like, he starts as a goof and ends as a goof. He is who he is the whole time. Mm -hmm. And the Grinch, his heart changes and, like, people are changed. And I like that. Because sometimes I can be a real turd and my heart is real small. (laughs) So, I don't know. I I just like it. I like, um, I like movies that make me feel something. Well, you have your opinion. Yep. And it's correct. So the ratings would show different, but it's okay. Actually, I have no idea what the ratings are on there. <laughs> Ooh, let's do a poll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's, uh, this is going to be a short episode for all of y'all because we know that the end of the year is coming and this is Christmas and you may or may not even have time to listen to this episode. So we'll just keep it short for you, but let's wrap it up. Uh, I say wrap it up. We still got some more to go, but why don't we take a look at the very first Christmas evening straight out of scripture? So there's there's such a there's a whole bunch of powerful things right here in in this little bit of scripture. One thing that I noticed right off the bat is um, when you think about Joseph and Mary, you know Joseph and Mary, not rich. Um, when you look at society, you would probably say insignificant, if you will, um, from a town that's insignificant to a town that's insignificant. Mm-hmm. You know, to do whatever they're doing, and then. Why would God not give them a hotel room, right? <laughs> you know, so they have to go out to um, the 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 cave or you know where wherever they had to go where the where the animals would stay, and mm-hmm. um, so here they are, and the baby's laid in a feeding trough, mm-hmm. um, and that, and that's all they've got, you know. It's yeah. it's and so when you look at that and look at a little bit further down in the scripture when Jesus starts teaching about the least of these or the greatest of these, you know, and um, and, and he starts to really talk about and, and you see it in the way that Jesus acts and what he does throughout his life, too, is that he really focuses on not who somebody is, but what's in their heart. And so um, here, and he, and he takes the, the least and brings them into the greatest. For example, David, you know, little, little boy shepherd, mm-hmm. uh, became king of Israel. And other characters in the Bible who are small and insignificant and, you know, s- seemingly not... Um, what you would consider to be royalty or king or whatever. But um, so, so here's a baby that's born basically out in the middle of 
nothing in the middle of nowhere in a very poor place in a very poor area to a father and a mother who have a, a heart for God um, and he uses them for that, um, which I think also um, obviously was by design. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine if there was room in the inn? Yeah. Where would the three wise men yeah. and the shepherds and all these other people that came to visit baby Jesus, where would – how would that work? Yeah. They'd you be knocking on the door. Is, is Jesus yeah. here? What room is what room is the new baby in? You know? <laughs> what room is the toddler? Uh, so, yeah. And then however long they stayed there, you know, because, I mean, yeah. they were there a while. Right. So even if they'd gotten a room in the inn, they probably wouldn't have been able to afford to stay in that inn for very long. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just my thoughts. Hmm. I feel like anytime I read scripture, it's like, I don't know. It's... I love to read it out loud because I just I feel it. I hear it. That's big. Um, obviously, I like the end, obviously, where the shepherds return glorifying and praising God for all they heard. Um, I feel like it, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think of like today's times or today in our culture and our areas. If some random girl and guy who weren't yet married got pregnant and told me it was God's son. Like, you know, oh, like yeah. where, where, yeah. what would I think? What would, what would, you know, judgmental just say, you know, like. Yeah. Um, what would most of society say about it? Yeah. First they would say it's impossible. Yeah. You know. And so the shepherds going there, like being full of faith before they go seeing it and then still being full of faith and praising and glorifying God. Like, gosh, I want that kind of heart and spirit towards the Lord. Like whatever he says, whatever he does, whatever he, um, I don't know. I want to praise him and glorify him for those things that he does, which is cool because we kind of get to do that here when we hear stories. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes people tell stories that, that are, they sound crazy, you know, and, unless you know God and you know, man, God can do that. Like yeah. that is super cool. Yeah. All right. So to all of our listeners out there, open your scripture this Christmas to Luke chapter two. And some, some families don't do this, but you know, Actually, just open up and just read the Christmas story straight out of Scripture. Bring the family, the whole family together, same room, all together. Um, and for for some people, it might feel silly. You're a 13-year-old or a 15-year-old or, you know, these teenagers that no longer want to spend time, you know, hanging out <laughs> with the rest of the family or whatever reason, and just sit them all down in the living room and, and have story time. Have somebody read Luke chapter 2 and the whole, you know— birth of Christ and how that all came about. And like I said, it may seem silly, but do it. And yeah. I, I think that um, even if you don't get the response from some of your kids that you might want, um, it, it'll be it'll be enlightening. It'll be refreshing to sit and do that if you don't do that already. Um, yeah, so. do it the rest of the year too. Once a week, just. <laughs> <laughs> Once a week, Luke chapter two. <laughs> Not Luke chapter Once two, but just the Bible in general. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah, Eat absolutely. breakfast before you go to school, read three verses together. <laughs> Make it yeah. through a book of the Bible yeah. as a family. That'd be yeah. cool. That'd be good. Yeah, so this is Luke chapter two, and this is the ESV version. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration where... Corinus was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. 
And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Well, everyone, uh, next week we will have our finale episode, which will come up the last episode of the year, which is episode 52. For those of you who don't know that there's 52 weeks in a year. So that'll be (laughs) episode 52. And then we will start right back up in 2022 with some brand new episodes um, that we're already starting to schedule and record. So I can tell you they're going to be exciting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy New Year. See you next week for the finale episode. Bye. Bye.